0: we Time
1: to stop being polite and start, and start getting, getting real.
0: <laughs> so this is a freestyle episode. Um, we have recorded this one time already. Why
1: would yeah, you say that? because we're being real Why? with our listeners. That's, that's real. As you guys can hear, we have a third party joining us today. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's BS. He's with us all the time in spirit.
0: And in person.
1: Yeah, that's true. We want Cole on this episode because we, we want you guys to hear what a salon manager is thinking. This is a very saucy episode. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. Okay. I picked this question because this recently is a situation that I personally dealt with. It begins, hi A&R. I don't normally write into stuff like this, but as soon as I heard there was a podcast that's basically a helpline for stylists, I knew instantly that I had to get your opinion on this. So here's the sitch. I have a client who's who has been driving me bonkers. She's been with me for a while now, and she's basically done every no-no you can think of to me. She never shows up on time. She's always trying to bring her kids when she knows we're not that kind of a salon, She's gotten multiple complaints from other clients of fellow stylists about the remarks she makes during group conversations, for example, politically abrasive and religiously directed statements. She's very aggressive with our receptionist. She always had a had a complaint about her hair when she's finished. It's gotten so bad that I basically just hand her the straightener when I'm finished <laughs> with her service so she can fix what I've done. I don't know what to do anymore, and I don't want to be mean to anyone, but I really just don't want this woman anymore as a client. Please give me some advice on how I should handle this situation. Love you, gals. Meredith. Wow, Meredith. That's Dang. pretty intense. Staying Mare. I know. That's a tough one. Definitely. Thank you for your honesty, because this is something that I know we've all dealt with. Like I said, I just had this situation happen to me. Yeah, yeah. Where I had to fire a guest. Alyssa. Was it your first time? It was my first time that I chose to do it, and like uh, in the way that we're gonna try to outline today for you guys. I think in the past I've been like, I've put it off on other people, or I've tried to be like how you you had mentioned to me in the past. You've done it a little passive aggressively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a right? confrontational type of person, and it's okay because you
2: have to figure out what works for you and what's best. So you haven't had to fire a guest yourself yet? um, I mean, maybe like a salon guest. um, But that's why I try with like the policies and procedures to set those up. So that that way I can fall back on that and just set it up from the get go. But I'll use a manager or front desk to do it. I just I'm not I'm not good at it. Yeah. Some people are totally on board with like you know, being direct and it's really easy for them and there's like no emotion, I'm an emotional person
1: and an empath. So for me, it's really hard. I think that's important to recognize your strengths and your weaknesses, mm-hmm. right? And if you wanna work on being more direct, that's cool. You can take some of our advice today. If you know you're kind of sucky at it and you have somebody in your in your corner who's willing to do it for you, then by all means, use that person too, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is a. This is the one we should kind of pull back on and maybe this, this can, um, tie back into some of our former episodes where we talk about like trying to find that dream client using, um, the consultation as a tool. Yes. Right. Um, and even I think in the stay motivated podcast or episode, we mentioned a couple of these things, but first things first, you got to establish your boundaries and you got to figure out what are you willing to deal with? Yeah. Okay. I agree because you're working. This isn't just like playtime. And this is this is this would be the same as if you were a dentist or a doctor or in an office, right? You have things quotas you have to meet, you have deadlines you have to, you know, achieve, and you have to figure out what you're willing to to put up with in order to get yourself from point A to point B. Yeah, you always hear that time is money
2: and in this industry, I mean it's true. If somebody's late, if somebody doesn't show up, that's your time and it's your money you're losing. So you really have to protect that and
1: value that. And figure out what your deal breakers are. So if you're willing to tolerate a late guest, then that's cool, that's you, right? Just know that it might cause you headaches what, like down the road, it might put, put your book off. Are you willing to deal with that? That's fine. You have to just figure out your boundaries and what's gonna work for you. So yeah. definitely determining that is gonna let you know if a guest is gonna be unfit. And if you are going to be getting to that time to like fire them, right. And let them go. Definitely. Um, I know, even though you haven't fired a guest, I know you probably have dealt with some like unsavories, right. Yeah. And people that you'd rather oh, yeah. not work with. So in our last episode, we were talking about attracting the dream client. This is like the anti dream client. Right? Mm-hmm. They might already be on your book because you were a new stylist and you've been building up your clientele. They just love you so much, yeah. they don't want to leave. And you've said yes to everything because you want to be full. And now it's maybe time to go, right? Maybe you've worked yourself up to a position where you feel confident enough. Your consultation skills are on point. Your guest experience is excellent. You're getting good reviews. Your social media is on point. And now you're like, crap, this person doesn't fit with me anymore. This is not my bag. This is not my vibe. Yeah. Um, one thing I think that's super important to do is um, to make note of when your guest is not being the best. So if it's if it's running late is a, a problem for you, uh, make note of it so that yeah, it's not. Check, yes, which a lot of the online will do for you automatically, which is nice. Right. You said you use uh, Vagaro and it will notify you. So
2: if somebody actually knows shows it'll send them a notification that they were in no show that way they at least see too, like, Hey, I know you're not here. And then it'll
1: keep track of it on our site as well. That's cool. Something we do at our place is, um, we use like a a cell phone for our business. Mm -hmm. So Cole, Cole, actually marks do not book (laughs) when they no call, no show.
0: Right in the contact picture. It says don't book.
1: So that way when they call, we know, sorry, one strike, you're out. That's kind of the point we're at right now. Not one strike. Well,
0: after a while. A no call, no show? No call, no show, no reason, no explanation after, and you just try to book an appointment like nothing happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: That's a problem.
1: That's a problem. So, you know, this is going to vary for everybody. If we're going to use the being late thing as an example for the rest of the podcast, I guess, like. If, if you're a new client or a new stylist in your building, you might be willing to tolerate mm-hmm. 10, 15 yeah, minutes Yeah, it's going to change as you evolve in your career. Mm-hmm. But it's a good idea to try to like almost train your guest into being a better client because maybe they don't know as well. So if you're a new stylist and a guest is repeated, repeatedly 10, 15 minutes late and right now it's not disrupting your book because you, you're not booked back to back, that's fine. But make sure that you also like... Do your part by letting the guest know, like, hey, this isn't going to work for me in the future. It's, it's OK that it happened yeah. today. Please don't let it happen again. You well, know, in
2: everything in life, people are going to treat you the way you allow them to treat you. So the respects a two way straight and you just need to set that up from the get go.
1: So just have effective communication. So there's no like passive aggressive or weird undertones to follow. Mm-hmm. So just set your boundaries and say your boundaries when you'd like them to occur. Ooh, that was deep. set your boundaries
2: and say your boundaries
1: all right so if you have deemed your guest unfit and it's time to fire this is where we all get scared yeah this is not my favorite part so (laughs) that's why we got cold cat on this one he is a direct fella I know you could probably hear it in our voices we're struggling a little bit on this topic I just fired my first client after almost 12 years in the business that's Took me a long time to do. I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. It's a hard thing. Oh, yeah. So I can. That's why I picked this question. It's
2: the same thing as breaking up. Like, you don't want to hurt that person. They don't want to hurt you. It's.
1: Yeah. It's you're just fearful a, of negative feedback. Thing. Right. But I
2: think when you actually. Not that I don't value my time. I do value my time. But for me, I'll be honest, if I have a no show in my day because I'm so busy, sometimes I do like it because I can get other things done being an owner Whereas if I was a stylist solely, I might be a little less likely to accept that no show or that late appointment.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, same with me. I think that's why it's taken me so long. Sometimes I am almost like, oh, thank God, a 10 minute break, you know, or or whatever. But I mean, everyone's going to look at it differently. If you're all about that money and you want your paper and you're, somebody's messing with your money when they don't show up, Mm -hmm. you know, it's another, it's, it's true. So if you're not like, booked all the way and you lose out on a $50 haircut if you're commissioned that's let's say yeah 25 that's also just
0: space for a client that may appreciate your time Mm -hmm. and be willing to go the extra for you because you do it for them when they're in your chair
2: you have to think about on the other side like as a client like why do you think a client would show up late and think there's no problem or no show and think it's okay to book I understand life happens. And so I have had clients, you know, they get behind the school bus or, you know, they hit every single traffic. It happens to all of us. So it's understandable. But like then it just makes you wonder like behind it. Why are you not showing up? But then you'll schedule again and say nothing.
0: Those same people will also show up on time or early to a doctor's appointment. But so because, you think it
2: all goes back to the boundaries of like yes. setting that from the get-go.
0: Well, a doctor is up here in some people's minds. A hairstylist is multiple notches below in some people's minds. You're just a hairstylist. You're not a doctor.
2: Oh, I
1: hate that.
0: But really, just your time is just as valuable. I
1: am not just a hair as hairstylist.
0: A, as a doctor's.
1: But that's You guys because, are fixing yeah. stuff. That's because know? we haven't, as a, a salon culture, as a, a stylist like culture, we haven't like. I think more people are doing it now, but we haven't established like we are equally as valuable. If not more, look at what the pandemic did for all of us. I mean, we're all thriving right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, people want their hair done more than anything. So, I mean, I agree with that statement. And also, I guess I see what you're trying to say. Like, is there something we are from the other side? Is there something you're presenting as a stylist that makes them think I can run all over that person? They don't care. They're going to keep taking it, Mm -hmm. you know? So make sure you're checking yourself. Are, are you staying on time yeah. for them? Because if you're asking somebody to be on time for you, you got to be on time for them too, right? Kind of works both ways. So check yourself. Like make what sure. kind of
2: experience are you setting? Like what agenda are you setting the pace for, for your client?
1: Yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be a give and a take. It's got to be back and forth. You can't expect that person to be, um, giving you that respect if you're not giving it to them so if you're running if you're running late as a stylist send them out that message hey even as even if it's five minutes people thank me so much when that happens thank you so much i was able to go get my coffee because you told me you were running five minutes Mm -hmm. late i did the same thing love that coffee you know so
0: you have to be understanding of both people's time though (laughs) so if you're going to say well i know things happen and this person is running behind because of this are they also in turn thinking about oh hey but think She's about a doctor. Yeah. So doctors, doctors are church. I just went to the they doctor like time. two weeks
2: ago and I was waiting for an hour.
0: They don't respect And they do not care. But they don't people respect their are, clients.
2: but I will not be late to a doctor because then they won't take me. So it is,
1: as an industry, how do we set that precedence?
0: Stop taking to? people.
1: <laughs> just cut them off at a certain point, right? Like create the boundary, stick to the boundary. Yeah. So that people understand. Just remember to use, use your facts when you're deciding if this person isn't going to fit for you. So list the boundaries, put them away. If you can't, like, you should be able to remember them. Hopefully, you know where your boundaries are personally. If you have to refer back to the piece of paper, the cheat sheet, do that too. Remember your why, if being, why you're firing. Yeah. If, if being late twice is fine for you and the third time is going to make them, they got to go, then mm-hmm. stick to it. Don't let, don't let every person get a pass or every other person get a pass. Cause then you're not really valuing yourself in that instance mm-hmm. either. Right? Yeah, it
2: could even be just something as simple as you just don't do well with their hair. Like you dread it. I mean, do you have any clients where you dread doing their hair? Yes. hundred percent. And it's like you wake up in the morning and you're automatically in a bad mood because you're like, I can't do this. They never like it. So it could even be something like that. Like not even that they're, they did anything wrong. It's just, you feel that they could get a better service. Not that you're a bad stylist, but They could just achieve that look of what they want if they went somewhere else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just be kind with your words. So if that's something you're going to communicate to somebody, just make sure you say it nicely, like almost like the age old. It's not you. It's me kind of vibe. Right. Like, (laughs) like, hey, I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm not delivering for you. You might be better suited for this person, or I guess maybe don't refer a bad client to somebody you don't, you know, that you like, but you know, you might want to try someone, someone else to help you get to that vision. Mm -hmm. Cause I just don't think I have, but it could even be, you like them. You just can't like, I know for, for myself,
2: for me, (laughs) I had a client and I just couldn't, I couldn't get her bangs. I don't know what it was. It just wasn't my style. I couldn't do it. So she actually goes to another stylist at the Mm -hmm. salon and I still talk to her. We're still on good terms, I just couldn't do it mm-hmm. and it's not, maybe it's not that I couldn't cause I don't want to say you can't do anything, but I wasn't willing to learn maybe, or just wasn't my style, but I didn't have fun. So I just had to cut it.
1: Yeah. Each guest is going to bring something different to your table. And if, if you don't like what they're, every relationship is going to be like, um, symbiotic, right? Is that the right word? Symbiotic. Like you're going to. You
0: heard me say that the other day. That's why you're trying to use it.
1: Stuff parasitic. You know, it's like you're a parasite. <laughs> yeah. But think about it. Like you have relationships in your life for reasons you're getting. An, I hate saying it like this, but this is why this is why you date people. This is why you're friends with people. They bring something to your table. You bring something to theirs. It's parasitic. If they didn't, you wouldn't surround yourself with those people. So the same goes for your yeah. clients. If they're not bringing something good to the table, we, c- we can't have them. Right.
0: Parasitic means that. <laughs> That they're the living definition. off of you though. Oh. And they're not what giving. I mean? They're just taking from you.
1: Symbiotic? Symbiosis? <laughs> I don't know
2: words.
1: <laughs> the moral of the story. <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying. I explained
2: it for you. Yeah, we all have different relationships and we, not like you're using people, but. No, you're in that relationship for a reason and what it brings to your life. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. That doesn't have to be negative. That's a very positive no. thing. It's just it's how it's all in how you look at it. So, just remember to be thankful of the experience that each guest is bringing to you, whether it works for you or not, because if it's somebody that doesn't work with you, it's still a teach, it's still a learn and it's still a grow because you're figuring out how to kind of funnel and um like weed out the bad eggs for yourself so that you're having more positive experiences and more fun experiences for yourself versus, you know, and the just figure out ones. like
2: what works for you and use it as a growing experience. You know, for me, I don't like to do it, so I delegate it. It works. Yeah. But you are able to do it with the help of.
1: Cool cat, cat. <laughs> <laughs> you're a cool cat that story okay so that I guess I'll really quick let you guys know after like I said 12 years in the industry I have never fired a, a guest I've, I've always had receptionists do it for me or salon managers there really hasn't been that many over the years that I just feel like really truly felt like I couldn't handle but this one I, I mean I'm getting to the point where I'm so booked I'm so busy I have to just be more my time is more sacred I think at this point than I ever have thought it was in the past. We're
0: turning people away.
1: Right. So I'm now foregoing who who could be a dream client for a client that's not valuing my time. So these people have to kind of get switched out at this point. Right. So this guest is perpetually late. We're talking at least a half hour, sometimes no call, no show to her appointment. I've let it slide over the years because I really don't see her all that often. But now we're now we're to the point where it's really mattering and it's affecting my life. It's affecting my money. It's affecting the opportunity for another guest who values me possibly to get mm-hmm. in on my book. So now my thought process has changed a little bit on it where before I was a new stylist. Is uh, I don't, I, whatever. Yeah, you I don't know, whatever. I do might not mind as much. Yes, so, so, you know, I'm not as confident as I like to appear either. And it took a little, you know, talking. I, I told Cole, he's my salon manager. I told him, listen, I don't want her anymore. And he's like, if she's even four minutes late, this is it. We said we're if she's late to this appointment, if she's late to this next appointment that she's got to go. So we're hyping You know, he's hyping me up. We're texting. He hadn't gotten to work uh, that day yet. I came in early for this guest. So I'm even bending over backwards for her to come in. So, of course, she's four minutes late and I, he's like, all right, you got to pull the plug. This is it. He's trying to motivate me. And I'm like, yes, I'm feeling it. I'm so into this. I'm going to let her go. Well, she pulls up. She's only 10 minutes late at this point, which in all in all fairness, it's really not that much. However, she didn't give like the heads up text where she was like, um, you know, hey, running five, 10 minutes late. Like she didn't like she didn't give me the heads up or whatever. So with that, with 10 minutes into it, she had to go. Like this was her last strike. Right. So she pulls up and I'm scared shitless. Like I go back to, I'm an early hairstylist and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like flubbing. So I call Cole immediately and he's like, lay the hammer down, like just do it. So I like, I'm like, okay, I just needed that final pep talk. I didn't even let her get out of her car. I just, you know, very kindly said, Hey, listen, so-and-so like I've really loved having you over the years, but unfortunately you're late again. I said you're late every time and you know, it's really running into my schedule. I'm not going to be able to take you today and this isn't going to work out for us. She was so understanding and nice. I was so scared of the confrontation. I thought she was going to be so mean. She just goes, I completely understand. That was her response to me. So it's probably in your delivery as well. So like keeping it simple, being kind, being real. I thanked her for her time. I said, thank you for being a guest with me over the years. I said, this just isn't working out anymore. And she, like I said, she just goes, no, she goes, I get it. I get it. And she's like, could you refer me? And I said, I can, but I made sure for the next person, I was like, they're very busy as well. So just make sure that you stick to your appointments. And, you know, I kind of gave her like a final heads up, like, hey, even for the next girl, because you don't want to like, you know push a bad one onto somebody else yeah. for our friend stylists, you know? So that was my experience. I was so scared. I had a pep talk. So that helps. So if you have like a buddy <laughs> or a friend, you can call for support. You can do that. I mean, I'm just not as direct as a person. And sometimes I need a little push, yeah. you know, and it's okay if you're not, because you'll either grow from
2: it and learn from it or you'll delegate from it.
1: Yeah. Yeah one of the way I mean Cole it's thinks good. it's so funny like I'm sure sitting here listening to the two of us talk and like we're always so like hey like put a little sunshine and rainbows on top of everything and he's more like
0: thunderstorm death and destruction <laughs> <Ew. Scary. laughs> yeah no it's not like that
1: I mean it's just funny to hear how we would all deal with the situation differently, differently. Mm-hmm. Alyssa you're like I'm gonna let my salon manager handle it right yeah. I normally would do that in the past.
0: Yeah. But I mean, if
1: I had to do it, I would, if it came down to it, but I'm just,
2: it's not my thing. So I'm not going to pretend to be, I do recognize that it should just be something like simple, like how you did, like you were compassionate, you were thankful, but you just put it out there, you know, and it's not in the delivery that I'm not comfortable with. It's just the f- Feeling part like I work myself up.
1: Yeah, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because that's the other thing. It's like stay tuned because you could get a You could get a a bag of emotions. (laughs) You could get a bad review. Yeah, I mean, you don't know how people are going to react. I think that's where the fear comes from. But you kind of have to just stick by your guns and be like, you know what? No. I know that this is how these situations have gone in the past, I know I'm not making these things up. And be confident in like your system, your structure, your policy, and like,
2: this is my time, this is what I'm worth, and you cross the line.
1: Yeah, don't let anybody like talk you out of being like a a bad bitch.
0: You say say you're nice all the time. Yeah. And because we've recorded this now for the second time, (laughs) when you said like, I can't do it, I'm just a nice person. And you are, yeah. but you weren't being nice to yourself. And that's the biggest thing. If you're not valuing your own time by allowing someone to continue to do that, how do you expect mm-hmm. them to value yours? Yeah,
1: I'm not being nice yeah, to that myself. Yeah, it all goes
2: back to knowing your worth.
1: Yeah, that was my biggest takeaway, actually. So thanks, Colcat, because you really gave me some confidence. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. I guess I'm just encouraging people to like, if you're to the point where you do have to like remove a guest from your clientele list, just like don't let anybody manipulate themselves. to change your mind. Yeah, like back onto your book because like there's a reason you're feeling like that. And you know, as as Cole, you've mentioned, like, you know, even if it's one offense, one thing, one comment like that they've made to you that you just find distasteful and it doesn't work for you, you run the risk of being, you said it yourself, like the a-hole stylist, but you, that's your prerogative. If you don't want that person in your chair, that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's your yeah. business. It's it's your money. It's your time. It's no one else's. No make one sure else. you
0: have somebody I else agree. to fill that spot in. You know, if you don't sure. have anyone to fill that spot in, you're going to be labeled the a-hole stylist. Yeah. And, you know, you'll be sitting there well, doing nothing. Well, I think, nothing. too,
2: like, even if you don't have a backup plan, so to speak, you know, they always say when one door closes, another one opens. So you have to make room to allow other people
1: as well.
0: Do things with good intentions.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I think, um, to just remember to square up with your guests. If you, if you're like a uh, type of salon that has maybe like uh, gift cards or packages where people purchase ahead of time, and this is a guest you want to get rid of, like, just do the right thing. Swallow your pride a bit, make sure you're squared up money wise with them. Cause I think that helps avoid a bad, you know, confrontation. Yeah.
2: You don't want to let your emotions make you do like bad business.
1: Yeah. Don't do bad business. Don't, don't give them any ammunition that they could write a bad review. And like, as you know, as we've said, keep it simple, stupid. So if, Mm -hmm. if you, you don't even have to provide a reason why you don't necessarily want to take that guest anymore. You could just say like, you know, this is going to be our last appointment together. You know, like you don't have to say anything else. Like I think maybe the person who wrote in, if you're looking for phrases from us or like maybe, ways to deliver that message like it depends on you as a person and how you want to uh, I guess come across but I would say like really try hard to avoid seeming aggressive or attacking or definitely don't over dramatize the situation if they am sure it probably gets easier with time like now that you've done it before
2: if you have to in fact do it again it probably will be a little bit easier
1: it, yeah it does you're going to grow from
2: what you've said it and gave like me confidence. tailor it or yeah mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it gave me a little confidence. I feel like less scared, maybe, to handle people. I'm like one of those people that's like, I don't want anybody to be mad at me. I want to be mm-hmm. like the most liked person in the room. That's not always helpful to me, you know? No. A lot of times that causes me more headaches.
0: It should never be scary to reclaim your own time for yourself.
2: Yeah, but sometimes it is cool. So what do you do?
0: You just bite the bullet.
1: Yeah, you just have to know that it's the Send best thing. it.
0: People say that, I think. Send it. Just do it. Send What's it. the or, worst uh, that could happen? Or
1: you could just cancel them. You're, can, <laughs> you're, you're canceled. <laughs> you can't, sorry, I'm not feeling well
2: today. You're canceled. <laughs> well, you know, I guess if you have to do some passive aggressive actions to save your sanity, teach their own.
1: Yeah. I just, that ends up, I think, opening up more problems for you. Oh, definitely. You know, so just be direct, be honest, and be nice. There's nothing, there's, tone it helps right like I I came at that girl with a flowery tone Mm -hmm. like hey I love having you but I can't anymore like what you
2: say it's how you say it Mm -hmm. but it's also how that person perceives it as well
1: yeah I mean listen to me if I go hey I love having you as a guest unfortunately I just can't have you anymore versus I can't take you anymore you're You're late. late you're always late you know I mean like that's two completely different tones yeah you know, and I think most—if we're speaking ab- about women—I think I'm—I personally am gonna read a tone more than I read the words, exactly, right? Exactly, I agree. Maybe if we're speaking about men, they care more about the words. I don't know. Like that's a huge. I those feel are huge like generalities. They're just
2: more direct, like to mm-hmm. the point. Yeah, like, they don't need the flowers and all that. They just want. Just hey. say
0: what you want to say. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know, you've been late a couple of times. Unfortunately, we have policies. I can't take you anymore.
1: I wish you the best. You know, and there's nothing wrong with giving these guests warning. So like a client might not know she's being a bad client. And, you know, it might take you just being direct with them and kind of nipping it in the butt one time. If somebody's speaking about political things, obviously it's huge right now and, and the climate we're in, like everybody wants to talk about politics, even in my salon, you know, we shut it down real quickly. We just go, oh, you know what? Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about this instead. I mean, let's. sometimes we just say that mm-hmm. like, Oh, let's talk about something yeah, else. You have
2: to redirect it
1: because sometimes people don't catch the hints. If you're like, you know, someone wants to talk about yeah. the presidential candidates. And then if I go, oh, did you have any coffee today? You know, some people are going to be like, yeah, I did. But also did you hear about X, Y, and Z? Like, they're going to keep going back to that they're point just revert back until, to the yeah, until you just say like, hey, you know, we're not going to talk about that today, <laughs> which there's nothing wrong with. Sometimes I think people like you more when you are more direct. I don't think they understand why or it's like subconscious, but I think people are like, you know what? She's confident.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, th- I totally agree with that because I think people are attracted to what they can't have or what they aren't. And there's a lot of people out there that struggle with confidence and stuff or can't make a specific decision or they're not decisive. So when they see something like that, I think it does make them kind of want to follow it more and listen.
1: What's your takeaway from this?
2: Learn to be a bad bitch and just fire them.
1: What's your takeaway, Cole?
0: My takeaway is just be confident in whatever it is you're doing. And if you don't value yourself, don't expect anybody else to value you.
1: I think my takeaway is understand your strengths and weaknesses. And if you really feel like you're going to do a botched up job of firing that guest, maybe rely on the help that you might have, you know, like those systems or your salon manager. Mm -hmm. That's all okay too. Whatever works for you, Right totes okay guys so hopefully that helps firing a guest is tough i do think if you go back and listen to some of our episodes like the consultation and the guest experience and even attracting your dream client i think some of those things can help you weed out some of the bad clients so that you don't really have to have these interactions hopefully as often if not ever so check those episodes out um Feel free to follow us on Instagram at hair. Can we help you and send us your questions, your comments, your stories, anything you've got at hair. Can we help you at gmail.com and Alyssa is going to end us with a quote. Yeah.
2: So our quote of the day episode is stop watering the weeds in your life and start watering the flowers.
1: Think about it. Put your Beautiful. Or- oh, Put your what energy and the things that are going to bring value to you. I like it. Exactly. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to us,
2: everyone. Over and out.